This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, the Thursday edition. Talking basketball today and been talking it all week. March Madness here alive. The first four uh, will be played tonight. Seagull Boys will be, begin their quest for a state championship as they take on um, Oak Ridge. Uh, 7 o'clock right here on WGNS with Brian Barrett and John Dinkins. But today we're also going to be joined by Jennifer Grandstaff, the head girls basketball coach at Blackman High School, fresh off a state championship for the Lady Blaze. And Jennifer, thanks for gr- joining us today. Oh, you bet, Monty. Glad to be here. Uh, yep, and uh, certainly glad to be a state championship championship team that's for sure you know and looking back over your years you you were so close in, in many regards and obviously you know obviously it's well documented some of the teams you had to clear hurdles with to to get to a championship but uh when you when you decided to retire mm-hmm. um and you got out of it for a year and a half and then you got back in and i was reading something from one of our sister papers main street media it was like you know it's like hey i'm gonna enjoy it a little more maybe because uh, i know coaches get so wrapped up in the games they lose they forget about the games they win sometimes no oh, that's so true Bonnie. and that was me pretty much the majority of my career had a hard time enjoying just the journey of it all you know we had a lot of really good basketball teams that i was fortunate enough to be a part of and and uh you know got close a lot of times like you said and and just couldn't enjoy some of those years, even as competitive as what we were, because I would get so caught up or, you know, so hung up on the game that we didn't win or the game that I, you know, felt like we should have won. And a lot of times it was just hard to enjoy all the great things that, that actually happened, you know, in in my career and in and, and a lot of uh, a lot of the kids that I've coached. Uh, you know, it was just sometimes I just took it too hard and couldn't enjoy the, the whole process. So I've definitely tried to do that. And you know, as they say, um, um, only one team ends the season happy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, true. Uh, and there's no, there's been no, you know, you said there's no more true saying. Somebody's going to be disappointed. But um, you know, it, it's been such a crazy year. You decided to get back into it, and then, boom. Uh, it really was like you were a new coach. I'm sure you knew a lot of them players. It probably gone against some of them when they were a little younger. Uh, yet 
you never really got a chance to know him for a while because of COVID. That's true. I got hired in uh, right after fall break in October, late October, and you know I, we had two weeks together with uh, with just some conditioning, and then November first rolled around, and you know we, we got shut down pretty quick in uh, November, going into the opening part of the year. So that you know that's totally no contact, no communication. base. well, we did Zoom, but you weren't around teaching and coaching or forming that relationship bond with the with the players because we. We did get shut down, and then we got back together early December, and boom, got shut back down again. So it was a struggle there early on. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't really have good chemistry. We weren't playing good basketball. We really didn't even have a system then yet, and that showed quite a bit when we played. It was just uh, kind of choppy and rough, and nothing really gelled. We didn't look good. So, yeah, we were faced with a lot of adversity early on. Well, you know, and Coach, you can go back to football. Um, you know, I had some coaches tell me, oh, it's awful. You know, they didn't have scrimmages, seven on yeah. sevens. And, you know, I one coach said, we've set this game back 50 years. You know, he, he goes, you just, we got no rhythm. We got no chemistry. And, you know, rhythm is such a big part of basketball. And even if you think you're about ready to get, get it going, well, boom, you get quarantined again. That's true. That's true. That's kind of where we were at. And the last time we did get quarantined, um, I knew that I didn't think our program would be able to survive if it happened again. I mean, we, it was tough, and a lot of there was a lot of discouragement among the seniors. And I thought, man, this is you know we've got to get through this. We got to get them back in school. We got to get together, start playing, and develop that chemistry. And just you know keep our fingers crossed that that uh, this is past us, and and we were able to get through the rest of the season, thankfully. Well, and I'm sure. You coming back, you come in and inherit this team that's, you know, got a lot of experience. Right. They had a big disappointment themselves last year, uh, mm-hmm. not not getting to the state, losing on their home court. So mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, some of those players that you lead, leaned on for leadership, that kind of fueled their – I'm sure that had to fuel their fire in the offseason. Yeah, they were a group that, uh, you know, once we got our rhythm and chemistry – and once we kind of got our system in, they were a group that, were, for the most part, they were easy to motivate. And I think it was be, because we had a, a, a good, strong leadership bond, a good senior class. Like you said, they, you know, I remember, uh, gosh, I think it was their sophomore year that that we put them out in the in the region tournament. I think I don't know, might have been the district or region tournament. When, you know, they, we probably shouldn't have. I mean, they were the better team. They just weren't playing good at the time, and we were fortunate that we were playing good. And we talked about that, and I talked about last year with them quite a bit. You know, they just, uh, they just they, they've fallen short. You know, they haven't finished out. You know, there were so many expectations on this group, and um, they've come up short. So, you know, we did. We talked a lot about that. We used that as motivation, and I think it did fuel their fire, so to speak, um, because the, this is what they've worked for their whole career. You know, they want to – Number one, they wanted to play in a state tournament, and then once we were got that opportunity, we wanted to win the state tournament. So, again, it starts with your senior leadership, and uh, they, my our five seniors they were they were great. They bought into that, and uh, they they just led you know our young kids extremely well. They stayed positive. They started you know they started to believe early January that we could get it done, and, and we just got on a roll. And you know when you look at um your league now, there's you know, there's 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 a couple programs there that are 
still trying to find their way and mm-hmm. you know have, have had some have have had problems but you can pretty well bet every year there's four teams mm-hmm. that can play with anybody and when you got that many teams in one league that can play with anybody man you have one off night any of them can knock you off oh definitely yeah, I agree with you 100%. That's what makes it so tough. I mean, back to back, back to back games, and you and you can't you can't have that off night. And if you do, you're not going to be in the position that you want to be in at the end of the year, just because of all the seedings and things. And uh, you know, once we did get back, I think it was oh gosh, the very end of January, we started on a roll. And you know, thankfully, we didn't really have that off night. We struggled a couple nights, uh, but we were able to hang on. But um, like you said, you can't have an off night and then finish the way that, that we finished uh, just because we wouldn't have been in the position we were in. The, um, the and you know, the way things got set up and with your quarantine, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, I thought, you know, I thought your region would be lucky to get halfway through, you know, where you could play at least everybody once. But mm-hmm. to everybody's credit, you got the whole thing in. And now, albeit there was maybe playing four out of six, five out of seven days at times, but that says a lot about the players, too. They've had to sacrifice a lot of things this year. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, once we did get rolling, uh, we did. We missed every opponent the first time through, except Siegel, I think it was. And uh, so that put us in a position where we were. We were playing Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and practicing on the Wednesday, Thursday, and the Sunday. So our kid, you know, everybody had to sacrifice in our entire program. I mean, we went four or five straight weeks with, you know, no days off, and uh, you know, just had to had to buy in, had to make a commitment to our program, to each other, uh, how important it was not to take a day off. And they weren't real strenuous uh, practices when we did get together. It was more, you know, hey, this is about our opponent. This is what we need to do. This is what they do, and uh, our kids handled it well. I mean, do I think that? We could have had that success if we didn't have a, a really mature uh, veteran basketball team. No, no, not at all, because we were limited on practice time. But we had a group like we did. I mean, we had a lot of talented players in this group and a lot of seasoned players in, in, in our team. Um, if we had a lot of really young kids where we had to teach so much every week, we would have really struggled with that type of schedule that we had. But I actually think it, it, it might have benefited us a little bit in a way because – you know, I had a strong senior group, a lot of experience, very talented. You know, they're the group that wants to play games a lot more than what they want to practice at that point of their career. So I think that that might have helped us also, you know, make our run. We're joined today by Blackman Girls basketball coach Jennifer Grandstaff. Uh, we'll take a short pause and we'll be right back and talk about the run to the uh, state title.
At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Look 10 years younger. We have added laser treatments. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call. Call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Jennifer Grandstaff, the head girls basketball coach at Blackman High School, is joining us today. Coach, I know you played your college ball um, at Kent State. Are you are you from Ohio? Yeah, I am, Monty. I'm from a small town right out about 25 miles east of Columbus. Uh, graduated from Heath High School. Um, yep, I was. I've been from that area my whole life. My father was a, a coach and a administrator, and then was a superintendent of a neighboring county. And my mother was a teacher as well. And 
yeah, just grew up in that area and uh, lived there all the way until I got my first uh, coaching job in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Wow. Uh, was that a culture shock? Yeah, a little bit, to say the least. <laughs> but, boy, what a what a great place to start your career. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot of passion for the game. Yep, definitely a lot of passion. A lot uh, of passion, a lot of commitment to the game, that's for sure. Now, were you – when you know when we're all kids we're thinking about what we want to do when we get old uh were you pretty young when you decided i want to be a coach uh you know i think i knew when i was in high school that yeah this is where my passion was i mean i just loved the game grew up playing it i can't even remember when i started i mean it it wasn't near as competitive as what it is now nor were there opportunities there like they are now in terms of aau and things like that with with young kids but my parents you know they did a great job of just exposing me and keeping me involved and and i developed a love and a passion for it and just grew and grew throughout the years and so it was early on that i knew this is this is what what i wanted to do that i wanted to be involved in the game just wasn't sure what what level and uh you know you you get a little taste of it and then it's boy it's just so hard to to ever give it up are you one of those coaches that enjoys practicing and teaching more than the games themselves? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love the practice and love teaching. And, you know, I just love the process of it all. It's fun. And it's fun to see the improvement and the strides that you make throughout the course of the year. And, uh, of course, you know, you love the games. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's it, – woo, games can be tough, too, you know, as you as you well know. Well, uh, you, you know, you brought something up about opportunities. There's so many opportunities out there for girls now to go on and play at the next level and, mm-hmm. you know, get all their college paid for it, some of it, or most of it, where, you know, back in the day, it wasn't that. I, I can show my age because, um, of course, I went to Riverdale. That's my alma mater. And they played in the last five last six-on-six six game. As ten- okay, three-on offense, three-on defense. Yeah, Tennessee was one of the last uh, um, states to go to that. And, uh, you know, I think it met with resistance at time. But I think people found out it didn't take long to find out. Let them use the whole 94 feet, whatever it is. They're athletic enough to do it. And, of course, now with the advent of lifting weights and, and all that um, – it's amazing how far the game has come and how many more opportunities there are out there for kids. Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, just uh, it's just amazing to see all the opportunities there are for young ladies out there anymore, and it doesn't just stop anymore at the end of your college career. I mean, you look at the WNBA, it's getting, you know, it's expanding. You look at the opportunities overseas for, for, young, for young women to stay involved in the game. So it's evolved so much, and it's just awesome to see all the opportunities that 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 women do have in the game of basketball now, and I can't imagine what it's going to be like ten years from now as well. It's going to continue to grow. Do you watch much women's college basketball or the uh, WNBA? Boy, I love to watch women's college basketball. I don't watch a whole lot of WNBA as much as I do uh, college. I don't know. Maybe it's just the time of the year. You know, you're in your mindset is just you know in into the game um, during that you know the winter months and. And uh, you're so into it, and you're always turning the, turning the TV on to watch a good game, maybe get a new inbounds play or get a new idea. So, yeah, I really enjoy it during the season. Uh, WNBA, I, I watch it from time to time. But, uh, yeah, I think my passion's more for college. Yeah, I like the college game. And, you know, if, if I see Alicia Clark or Crystal's going to be on 
TV. I watched some of it, but uh, and one thing that strikes me about the women's game too now is, you know, we are about ready to hit March Madness. Um, there's a lot more teams now capable of knocking off the higher seeds than there used to be. Used to be oh, I, if you won through four seeds, they never lost. Yeah, I agree. So much parity now. You know, we all fill out that little bracket, and it's so hard to pick anymore because there are so many great athletes out there, and they're not just all going to the number one, two, three, four teams in the country. It's just spread out, and, boy, that's what makes it exciting to watch. So I agree with you. It's hard to, it's hard to pick those teams, and you just never know who's going to win in tournaments anymore. All right, going back to the state tournament, uh, you win your first two games, you get to Lebanon, and boy, it was it was a really good, hard fought um, state title game. I thought. Oh, I thought uh, I thought it was just a great showing uh, from our basketball players throughout the course of uh, the entire tournament. I thought they were, they played with so much heart and so much passion, and they put themselves in the position to to play in the championship game. And like you said, the championship game was was really a great game to watch, a great game to be involved in. So, yeah, we were we were extremely excited just even to be in that game. And, you know, we really uh, took care of a couple major categories and stats that I thought were the difference makers of that game. The foul problems were something you had to overcome, really, in your last two games. And then you throw Ianna Moore going out there, the, the few minutes she did with the, the injury on a – Play she got fouled on that they didn't call. I'll go ahead and say it so they can't they can't find me. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know we did run into a little bit of foul trouble um, in both games. Uh, we had Iona actually fouled out in the in the Maryville game with Turtis, but uh, you know we had a lot of kids step up and make big plays and and picked up the slack and you know took care of the basketball late and and uh, and then we went into Lebanon. You know we. You know, you discuss it, you talk about it. We we weren't in foul trouble all season long, believe it or not, with the way that we played and the pressure that we did play play with. We never never experienced it, not in one game. And then we had two games back to back where we we really struggled with a little bit of foul trouble. So, um, you know, I thought you know for us to win those games, other kids have to really step up and and play big minutes and make big plays and. And they did, and that's why we were successful. It's because when, when somebody went down or had to go to the bench, you know, somebody was able to come in and answer the call. Well, I was, I was watching you guys. I finally had to split screen it because you and the Lady Raiders games were almost simultaneously oh, uh, yeah. ended at the same time. And one thing that struck me, both teams, and this is a championship game, they know who their horses are, mm-hmm. but it's – there were in both games almost at the same time, uh, a role player stepped up and made some huge plays. I thought Flowers was what you know go to that line and knock them two down. Looked like she'd been doing it, you know, her whole life. Yes, I agree. Just a freshman, she came in and played. She's played great minutes for us all season long. But then with the amount of pressure and the and just what you're playing for, I mean, gosh, that's that's a tough push position to put it to put a freshman in and she did she stepped up with a lot of grace and a lot of poise she was at seven of nine from the free throw line against Lebanon um which is you know I knew I mean Corey was going after her every time she touched the ball he was he was immediately fouling her and putting the pressure on her and she handled it well I mean that's that's big and couldn't have been happier for her and and uh she just really answered the call for us uh Saturday night and you know you had a lot of girls in that tournament step up yeah we did 
Oh gosh, I'm, you know I look back at you know you know Ayana's going to be uh, your go-to, and we're going to have the ball in her hands as much as we can, and you know we run a lot of things for Ayana. Tori's always going to be the engine that makes us go. But I'll tell you, we the, the three other kids uh, that really stepped up. Um, Emily Monson in the sub-state game when uh, Mike Buck threw a, 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 a little, I don't know, people call them junk defenses on us. He did, and, and uh, we'd, we'd worked on him and talked about him, but, you know, we, that was one, this was one that we hadn't seen. And so we just started running things at Emily, and she made, you know, great baskets for us in the sub-state game in order to get us even into the state tournament. And then we got to the state tournament, and I can't say enough about Gracie Hamby or Kaylee Odom. I mean, just their ability to, to rebound the basketball. I mean, we out-rebounded all three of our opponents in the state tournament. And then for Kaylee Odom to be our leading scorer in the championship game, I mean, was huge when she's averaging seven to eight points. And, and she comes up with, uh, what she have that game? Was it 17 points, 18 points? Yes, yeah, she had 18 points in that game. That was amazing. Uh, Gracie Handy, she was our leading rebounder the whole night in that game and in, in the Arlington game as well. So, I mean, just had kids step up, sacrifice, make big plays. I mean, that's, that's what it takes um, for, to, to win a state championship. You can't just be that, that one-person team. And I think that we showed uh, through the course of the tournament that, you know, we, weren't, we, were, we were a well-rounded team, a balanced team, and, and other kids uh, answered the call to, to put us in the position where we were in. When the, when the horn goes off, what was your immediate thought? I can't believe it. <laughs> that was my immediate thought. I can't believe it. We got this done. I was just so excited, just happy. I mean, happy, you know, to be in it 30 years and to be close and or to be in the inter- the tournament, uh, you know, and always and, and always come up short and then to finally to finally to go out a winner for the year was uh, it's just exciting. It's just uh, uh, I can't explain it. It's just uh, I don't know. It's just a just a very happy, happy, happy feeling. Well, uh, I know Murfreesboro's proud of you. Your school's proud of you. Matter of fact, you got a little parade this afternoon. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, you know, it's tough what you can do with COVID. Can't do pep rallies and things like that. But, yeah, Dr. Justice and Scott Lawless put together a little parade. Where, uh, students can come outside the classroom. Kids get to parade around with the drum line and the cheer cheerleaders and the trophy and, you know, just get recognized and, uh, Anything we can do to let have our kids uh, get recognized and let them feel good about themselves and the accomplishment that they have is, is, is just a plus for us. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Well, Jennifer, uh, congrats on a state championship for Blackman. I know it won't be too long. You're already thinking ahead about next year, but do enjoy this one. Yes, sir, Monty. I sure will, and I appreciate you taking the time to interview me. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. That's Jennifer Grandstaff joining us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. When traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad, be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. 
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report. With Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Blue Raider basketball, both men and women. And we will uh, first talk about the women. The uh, Lady Raiders were slated to come out of quarantine today after arriving uh, in San Antonio and entering the bubble on Tuesday. They have been uh, isolated in their rooms uh, since then, and were scheduled to be tested this morning, and if all was well, to be able to get out and uh, go to practice. So that was uh, on the schedule today. Of course, they're preparing for Sunday afternoon's matchup with the Tennessee Lady Vols. It'll be the first time uh, in uh, in about 30 years, 35 years, that they have played Tennessee in the NCAA tournament, but that is what will happen. Kelly Jolly uh, Harper's team uh, has gotten better at the end of the year, and uh, Middle will definitely have their hands full. We'll continue to break that down as we move closer to game day. All right, on the men's side, uh, according to social media, the Blue Raiders uh, have, have lost three players to this point uh, to the transfer portal, and we're seeing that with players all over the country right now, especially this uh, this year when uh, when when everybody, all the players basically get a, a free coupon uh, to transfer without having to sit out and go anywhere in the country. But uh, it... it uh, 
Jordan Davis, Jace Johnson, and and now Tyson Jackson have all uh, put their intentions to transfer on social media. And on an uptick for Blue Raider basketball, where were you five years ago? Actually, about right now, late on a Friday afternoon on March 18th, uh, 2016, uh, that is when the Blue Raiders wrapped up their victory against Michigan State in the NCAA tournament at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis. It is one of the most incredible afternoons in Blue Raider athletic history and uh, and arguably uh, the, the uh, most widely seen victory by any Middle Tennessee team. You know, there's always the argument, what was the bigger win? Well, it's easy if you look at the seeds that the Michigan State game uh, is the biggest win. There's, I don't think there's any question about that. But, you know, I, I don't think it can never knocked the Kentucky win in 1982 off the perch of being the biggest win at that time. And it will always be there because it was the first one, uh, the first NCAA tournament win, and it was against Kentucky. Uh, and that that uh, that will always be in my mind. Uh, but the Michigan State game, by the numbers, easily the biggest win in Blue Raider history. Well, Blue Raider football uh, got uh, – Spring practice underway on Tuesday, and uh, of course yesterday was not a, a great day to go outside, so they're back at it, and Coach Rick Stocksell said he could tell the Blue Raiders were a little extra excited to take the field on Tuesday as they will continue practice, and uh, they'll wrap things up around April 16th or 17th, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how things are going. The new offensive coordinator, Brent Deerman, uh, has really injected uh, a, a high level of excitement uh, within the offensive side of the football, and I think uh, you're going to like what you see. If you don't follow Brent Deerman, uh, D-E-A-R- M-O-N on social media. You need to do it. He'll get you jacked up just about every day. All right, that's going to be it for today. We'll have uh, – oh, we do need to tell you, baseball has had some game time changes. Friday will be a 4 o'clock start. Uh, Saturday will be a 1 o'clock doubleheader. And Sunday will be a noon start as the Blue Raiders uh, travel to Memphis to take on the Tigers in a four-game series. All right, that's it for this uh, this afternoon. We'll be talking to you soon. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back to All Sports Talk. Appreciate Coach uh, Grandstaff joining us today. Jenner's has always been one of my favorites. Uh, really tremendous basketball coach, but uh, a super person. Just really a super person. And, um, you know, I've always said, boys, girls, whatever, she's as good as any basketball coach that's been around Rutherford County. And, I mean, she can coach all phases of the game. Don't get me wrong. I mean, defensively, fundamentals. But I've always thought she was one of the best coaches I've ever seen at at developing what you might call undersized post players. You know, the 5'10s, you know, those those type of uh, athletes. And, um, and, you know, I'm sure it probably did eat at her not having won a championship. But then I'm sure taking the time off, allowed her to reflect and say, you know, I really do kind of miss this. And then to get the opportunity to go to Blackman and win it and, you know, had to overcome a lot of things this year. Uh, I'm I'm sure career is fulfilled. I don't think she had to win that championship to, to uh, add, you know, she can add it to her resume, but I know she's had a very rewarding career, but there's still something about uh, winning a gold ball. Okay, Seagulls boys will now try to win a gold ball. They've been here before. This group hasn't. Uh, this is uh, this has kind of been in the making for the Stars for the last four years. Um, of course, Coach Dyron Birdwell has been there. This is his fifth year, and um, this group has been together. You know, the first year they got knocked out of the um, district, and they got – Knocked out of the uh, region, and then last year, you know they they got they got better again, and then this year uh, they ran the table, 
in the regular season. Man, that's tough to do. Um, they're battle tested. They played some good teams out of the um, their district and region, and um, it all begins tonight. Form against Oak Ridge, where uh, Dyron Birdwell was an assistant. Uh, I'm sure these teams get out there. They'll probably be somewhat mirror images of one another. In, in, in many regards. The winner gets Clarksville or Houston. From what we're all hearing, that'll probably be Houston. But um, we got spring sports have already started, but we still got some basketball to finish. You know, our, our goal, you know, last year we didn't have spring sports. Looks like we're going to have them unless we get some kind of crazy spike you know people are getting um, vaccinated and things like that uh, we've taken a lot of precautions you know I know we're, we're kind of pretty much opening wide up now there's no mask mandate I, but I will tell you this that we're in at what Monday um, everywhere I've been I've seen a lot of masks um, so I think people got to Custom to wear them are still wearing them, you know. And if you'll just kind of go by the guidelines and the protocols, um, hopefully we can f- finish this year out. Last year, the spring sports um, did not exist. Uh, you know, they were subsequently all canceled after about two, three, or four games. Uh, some TSSAA news as we move on. Um, the Blue Cross Bowl is uh, moved to Chattanooga for the next two years. Uh, Cookville and Chattanooga submitting bids. Chattanooga, I guess, <coughs> um, making the most significant bid. Um, so Cookville's done a very good job. Matter of fact, I talked with Kevin Creasy. He goes, um, we really don't care where it's at as long as we got the opportunity to be there whether it's no COVID issues or lucky enough to return. And he goes, but I will say that um, Cookville did an outstanding job. Uh, They've been over backwards for us, and they were a good host. Also, if you remember last year, of course, there's no spring practices. There are going to be spring practices. So... All of our coaches, they can't bemoan that now. Uh, there will be team camps, and there will be seven-on-sevens. As a matter of fact, I talked to Will Kreisky, the coach at uh, Riverdale yesterday. They were already planning theirs. They have a big um, seven-on-seven in, I think, June um, for middle school. They host a big high school one, and they go to um, Shelbyville. And I asked him, I said, well, what's the big deal about the camps? <clears throat> and he goes, well, you're going against somebody else. He goes, you know, we were experienced back there last year. We won't be this year. It really helps to go against somebody else, running routes against you, uh, their quarterback making calls or their center making calls, whatever the case may be. Uh, you hear um, verbiage that you don't hear in your own practice, 
and it just allows you to get out there and go against an, another opponent. So, anyway, those are really the two big things that came out of the uh, Board of Control meeting that was held uh, in Murfreesboro this week. So, um, uh, we will be in Chattanooga. Hopefully, we'll have somebody in Chattanooga. And um, seven-on-sevens and team camps will be allowed as long as they go by the TSSAA calendar as well as um, um, going by the um, COVID protocol. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back. Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hey, there, have now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk. On News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. back to all sports talk this portion of the show brought to you by first bank where the bank remains true to its ideal since founded in 1906 that's first bank all righty what were you doing five years ago today i'll tell you what i was doing i came up here to wgns to tape my radio show MTSU's playing Michigan State. I'm thinking about going ahead and 
recording most of the show and um, leaving a little bit blank to go live on to recap MTSU season. Like most everybody in the country, however, brackets were busted immediately as MTSU pulled up at 99-90. And I'd been over to the state tournament. Come in, we got the TV on up here. I look up and it's 17 to 2. I'm like, whoa. And um, Middle never lost that lead in that game. They led wire to wire. Uh, Michigan State got it down to one a couple times, but Middle always answered. So that's what I was doing five years ago today. Okay, tonight we start. The first four in the NCAA tournament. And the West Division, or the West Bracket, everybody's in Indianapolis or in Indiana. Norfolk State and Appy State. Remember, Norfolk State pulled an upset over somebody several years ago. Uh, those are the two 16 seeds. Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern also two 16s will play. And then they, their reward is to get to go play a number one seed. Two great play-in games here are the first four. These are NCAA tournament games. MTSU was in one one year when they played St. Mary's. Um, Wichita State and Drake. Wichita State's been through a crazy year. They um, lost their coach, Greg Marshall, due to some um, verbal abuse allegations and things like that. Uh, but, boy, they got good as the year went on. And then Drake, what were they, 24-0, and 21-0 before they lost? They got beat. Um Got beat bad a couple games. They lost two of their starters, but still made the finals of their tournament. And I think in that tournament uh, against Loyola, uh, they proved they were an NCAA tournament team. Now, that doesn't mean the committee will always reward you, but they did. And so uh, the winner of that is going to get a sixth seed. Uh, that would be USC. It's got a good team. But, you know, if you're USC, you're like, do you want to play one of them guys? Already coming off an NCAA tournament win? I don't know. <clears throat> then you've got Michigan State and UCLA. Two college blue bloods. Two teams that struggled. Um, but Michigan State righted the ship. They got some good wins. You know, three wins against one seeds. Um, my hunch is Michigan State's going to win tonight, and they're going to beat USC. And remember, one year Tennessee was in that game. And went to the Sweet 16. USC has been in that game and went to the Sweet 16. If 
I'm not mistaken, uh, VCU went to the Final Four out of that. So, uh, it's going to be some good basketball. <coughs> Excuse me. Tennessee, still don't know if Fulkerson's going to play. Intriguing matchup against Oregon State. Picked last in the Pac-12. Ran the table in the conference tournament, however. So they're on an uptick. I think Tennessee played well enough in the SEC tournament to um, feel pretty confident going in this game. However, then they'll play Oklahoma State or Liberty. And I'm not counting Oklahoma I'm not counting Liberty out. Uh, they're a tough team. You know, they beat Mississippi State last year. Um, they could mess some brackets up because I really like the way Oklahoma State's playing right now. Uh, but if Tennessee and Oklahoma State play, uh, I mean, win, they play one another. And in that matchup, I would like Oklahoma State. Uh, Conference USA, uh, North Texas, the tournament champion, will play Purdue. I think that's a tough matchup uh, for North Texas. But uh, we shall see. And there's a lot of great storylines. You know, Virginia, Ohio, I think Virginia's second leading scorers out. You know, they had to pull out of the ACC tournament. Ohio got hot late. I think they were like the fifth seed in their tournament. They didn't play like it. Just a lot of good games. Uh, LSU, St. Bonaventure. You know, you're thinking LSU, what are they, one and a half favorite? <coughs> Alabama. Seen a lot of people picking their brackets. Got Alabama in the final four. Well, they're a football school. Well, now they're pretty good at basketball as well. All right, these allergies are working on me, uh, which is not a good thing. But a good thing is we're out of time. This will do it for today's show. Appreciate Jennifer Grandstaff joining us. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.